Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. In one moment, a gift most humans never receive in a lifetime. This is the Bob and Jeff Show, starring Bob Lutz. Starting next week, this is my sec. Bob breaks down the NFL. No! Jeff Lutz. Are you kidding me? You're terrible at it. Warning! 97.5 97.5 and 12.40 KFH. You're invited to partake of it. Oh, gasp. I'm so excited. Stand by for action. All right. Welcome back. Hour number two, the Bob and Jeff show. KFH radio. Bob Lutz, Jeff Lutz, your co-host, Max Power, producing and engineering. How long until Pat McAfee and Stephen A. Smith go at each other? I don't know. Does it matter? I don't know either. I'm trying to get a topic. What, I know. What, I wanna, hear you. Want to talk about the carpet? What? You know. What do you want me to say? I don't like. Uh, I. I. I don't care what you I'm like. Softening towards Stephen A. Don't really care about Pat McAfee at the moment. I watched the McAfee show for 30 minutes today. He had J.J. Uh, Watt on. Uh, it's fine. I didn't have a problem with it. I have not watched that much of it. That's the most I've watched. I thought, if I'm going to talk about this today, I better watch it. Yeah. Uh, so J.J. Watt was fine. He was funny. Uh, I don't know what A.J. Hawk does on that show. He did not say a word in the 30 minutes, but despite the camera being on him for a lot a lot, yeah, lot of that time. That what has, is that? That is has that to a be a, a running joke or something. Can, you do, can we do that with you? Absolutely. Pay me, and I'll be... As silent as I don't get Charlie it. Chap. But here's one thing I do know. Stephen A. Smith has an ego. No kidding. Uh, so does Pat McAfee. Can those two coexist? Where do they need to coexist? They're not on the same show. I know, but if, if ESPN's spending most of its time promoting McAfee, and Stephen A.'s kind of dropped, you know what I'm saying. I don't know, man. Stephen A.'s making a lot of money. Uh, to yell, you know what I'm yell about at. sports. I, I I don't know. It's it's. What about Greeny? Greeny's all. I don't know. man, and I like that show. Not an interest. Not an I interesting like guy. I think he is an interesting. guy. It was good guy. when Jalen Rose was I on. I think it. I think I think Greenberg does a good job as a traffic cop on that show, and he he can be funny. Who else is on that show now? Uh. Uh, Rex Ryan occasionally uh, name some of the guys. Ryan Clark, Keyshawn uh, is he on it? N- I don't know if he's no, he's not. On, he's on. Uh, no. Okay. I mean, I'm at work, so I don't usually get to watch Get Who's Up. Who's the quarterback guru? Uh, that guy that used uh, Orlovsky. 
Yeah, Dan Orlovsky's on that show a lot. And it's a football show. It's all, it's all they talk about. Sometimes the NBA. But that's okay. Whatever. I, don't, I really don't spend a whole lot of time on ESPN. Uh, Nor do uh, I. If I'm, if I'm not watching a game, I'm not watching it. There's nothing. Well, they got to have other programming. I know, ESPN, but it doesn't have anything for me, so. I don't mind Wilbon and Kornheiser. Of course, they're from my era. And uh, I find those guys to be. Yeah, but what does Kornheiser do? Kornheiser. What do you mean, what does Kornheiser I mean, he's do? An he's an one of the greatest sports writers to I, ever He's live. an entertaining guy, but I don't think he watches sports. That's all right. Do I? Yeah. Do I? I watch yeah, sports. Sometimes. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. You're not entertaining. So that's something you're an expert in. Uh, non-entertaining people who don't watch sports. That's you. you. Well, I'll be watching Wizards Pacers tonight. What what a way to what a horrible way to spend an evening. Uh, probably will be. You got a few nights left with your daughter before she goes off to college. A few. I've got six months. It'll go by before you know it. I understand. And here you are. What'd you do on that night? You could have been doing something with Aaron. Well, the Wizards were in. They've, they're three and forty. And, I think they're uh, six and thirty. Actually. Well, I don't care what they are. But why would you watch them over, you know, doing something with your daughter? I'll be out in the uh, main area, and, and anyone can come and go as you they please. You know how many times I did something with my parents as an eighteen-year-old? Zero. Never. Right. I came inside to eat. She still kind of likes us, though, so that's cool. I love my parents. No, but I mean, she likes us. She thinks I we're, like my parents. She thinks I we're like okay my to, dad. She thinks we're okay to hang out with. When still I was sometimes. eighteen, my dad was sixty-two. Uh, that's okay. I mean, he was still, you know, chugging along, doing his thing, working. Uh, but uh, listen, I ran the I ran the house for sure. Uh, no, you didn't. But that's all right. Well, I mean, I didn't I, have a comment for that. Let's just be honest. I'd love to go back. If you could magically, you know, that's something that, that that's missing with human beings and, and all forms of life is the ability to go back and relive an what experience. What do you mean it's missing? That's not missing with human beings. That's missing with. I said forms uh, of life. Possibilities of existence. I mean, it's just. Wouldn't that be fascinating? I'd love to go back to when I was 18 and see what actually happened in a day. Okay, uh, here, here in my time machine, uh, January 10th, 1973. Let's go back and see what that day was like because I have no idea. Didn't Wait. keep a diary. Everybody should keep a diary. If I could do it all over again, I'd write you some things You have some down. idea of what it was no, like. I don't know what January 10th. You went to school. I, and I don't know if I went to school. You did. I may that may have been the day my friend Wayne Gifford and I stole my mom's car to go to the state fair. Oh, the state fair's in September. Uh, yeah, but you had to get that out. Oh, I was a bad boy in high school. <laughs> we drove down Douglas at eight miles an hour. Oh, you don't like it when I tell the truth. <laughs> I, when I simply tell the truth. What's true? What's the, what's the truth? What do you mean? What do you mean? Well, I just told you. Well, you have two stories. What? I dropped a pottery thing in front of my teacher. Oh, I got a lot more stories. And uh, I drove on Douglas for seven minutes. Oh, great! Just uh, you know, if you you know what? Those are your stories. You know what? If you don't find me to be uh, useful and 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 to <laughs> have what, and to have some value, why do you do this show? Is that what I'm going to be like at 68? You didn't do anything. I have two stories. 
You didn't do anything. I don't have any. I don't have any stories now. I have to. I have to get two stories together, uh, to have two. I was out there doing things. Yeah, a little bit rebellious. But uh, I didn't get to be rebellious the, uh, in in your household. Well, I was on. I was on top of things. Why? Again, my parents were older. Yeah. I wasn't always not rebellious. I was no, rebellious No, you were a sometimes. good kid, and I tried to make sure you were a good kid. I was, for the most part, a good kid who was slightly outside the lines at times. That's just how it was. Uh, when I met this guy that uh, today I still call a, a great friend, uh, we went off the rails a little. I don't know, you know, I don't know that that would have happened with anyone else. You're talking about Wayne. Yeah. Okay. I don't know that that would have happened in any other circumstance with any other person. I don't it's know. It's like immediately there was a connection, especially in humor. We found the same things to be funny. I get it. And it was there was misbehavior. Just the way it is. Yeah. Uh, it's a different time. What's <laughs> your problem? Misbehavior. What is your problem? You didn't do anything really outside. No, I never of... got thrown in jail. Right. So I never, I never had the law looking for me, but I certainly uh, spent. And I'm not saying this to be braggadocious. This isn't something to brag about. I think you are a little. I think you're proud of no, it. No, no, no. People listen to that and go, "What well, this old man? Who cares if he?" But it's the truth. Why would I deny the truth? No one's asking you to deny the truth. Why are you so bothered by it? I'm not bothered by it. I'm just having some fun with you. That's what Judah we do. Judah and I, we'll have this conversation tomorrow. Okay. When I'm on the show with him. I'm and he'll you. love it. He'll eat it up. He absolutely will. He will. That, that Honest to goodness. No, that's yeah, the I'm difference. sure he's listening right now. That's the difference in you wait. and Duda. What? You're threatened by me. <laughs> he's engaged <laughs> and entertained by me. What do you think it? I'm threatened about? What do you think the threat is? Because I've had a that you're slightly going, more interesting life. Most people have. <laughs> Not that your life hasn't been interesting. It hasn't been particularly remarkable. But No, you've it's done been. great things, but you're a guy that likes to just kind of wait in the weeds. Yeah. Uh, that's okay. That's uh, I know plenty of people like that. And certainly if I didn't... The time to not be in the weeds is pretty much over. I mean, yeah, that, you, that time of my life has passed. I tried to, you know, I think I did a fairly decent job of parenting. You never caused me much trouble to, that I know of. You probably did things that I'm not aware of. Not many. Uh, but uh, for the most part, it was pretty smooth sailing. I think if you were able to ask my parents if it was mostly smooth sailing, they'd say, man, that kid drove me nuts. At least for a while. Yeah, I never really liked My being dad, around. My dad, not so much. I never really liked being around more than two or three people. So I was, I was never going to go party or do anything like that. Plus, I just wasn't interested. Well, I love being around more than two or three people, especially when we went down to the playground and played baseball or had a basketball tournament. Yeah. Most of my youth Socially, was centered um, in sports. Same. I'm talking playing it all the time. There wasn't a Same. day that went by. Unless it was terrible weather, just awful, uh, like yesterday, 
Yesterday, I wouldn't have been outside. I would hope not. Today, I would. And probably not Friday either. Probably not when it's that cold. Or Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. But a lot of the days in the winter were spent in my backyard playing basketball. That's the only opportunity I had. I couldn't go to an indoor gym. The very first time I was in an indoor gym on the floor with a ball in my hands, I remember being a little kid in the Derby, the old Derby High School gym and thinking it was the biggest thing in the history of the world. Oh, yeah, my that's God. That's how I felt about the Northwest gym when you took me there. Really? Yeah. Did Huge. you play? No, you took me because you, you played. Did you get to shoot? Yeah, I shot over on the other courts. Well, there you go. That's a lucky kid. So speaking of, yeah, absolutely. So lucky. Um, what do you mean? <laughs> you were a lucky uh, kid. Sure, of course. You got to go to all kinds of things that most kids don't get to go to, especially as a sports person. Right. I'm, I'm grateful. Appreciate well, I don't it. Know, you never talk about it. I never get any acknowledgement. I, I never talk about it, though, with you anyone. You send me a card. Do you want a card? That'd be nice. So speaking of the cold, I just want you to know, I'm sure your wife is listening. Uh, we have an outdoor cat. She's been inside for the past three weeks. We're very happy to hear that. How's she doing? She's doing fine. So she's handling being inside. Yeah. I mean, we have a little room for her, but. What made you uh, decide to I, go that? I don't like her being out in the cold. So I'm, I'm pretty much the one who forces that issue. Good. We're, we're, I can speak for my wife. We're in complete and utter approval of that move. Of course. I mean, she has a heated bed and everything, but she doesn't need to be out in the garage when it's that cold. I completely agree. You've already sold me on that. All right, good. What are you trying to earn points now as a humanitarian? I'd like to, sure. Well, Seven's you, a great cat. Yeah, we love Seven. She doesn't like other cats. That's the problem. But she loves us, and, you know, she enjoys us. Well, do you get to do you interact with her some, or do you just leave her out there? In no, the room. Of course. I interact with her a bunch. Go Good. ahead and pet her. And you ever let her in with the other cat? No. What would happen if you did? They would fight and they would pee all over the place. Well, we don't want that. No. Well, I'm, we're glad to hear, and I, I suspect I'll get a text from my wife shortly. We're glad to hear that your cat, Seven, has been brought inside. Yeah. And I would urge all of you who have pets, first of all, love them the way they love you. Uh, and if you're not doing that, get on it. Uh, secondly, bring them in from the cold. Don't let your pets uh, be outside when it's cold. And we're going to have tremendously cold weather starting Friday, it looks like, maybe even tomorrow night, lasting through the weekend into early next week. So uh, bring those those pets indoors. I would advise that as well. We appreciate I that. I don't yeah, I don't know, even know anyone who would not bring their pet inside. Well, there are there are people that you have to you have to convince. Pete Carroll out as the coach of the Seattle Seahawks. He'll stay with that organization as an advisor. Uh, everything has an end, doesn't it? Yeah, it's weird because we hear like we did with Tennessee. Their owner was like, "Oh, he's gonna Mike Vrabel is gonna be our coach for a long time," and. Uh, then he gets fired, and now Pete Carroll, who said a few days ago, I'll be the coach, I'll be here next year, now he's gone. I don't know how these things change on a dime so quickly. I guess once you start having conversations, you see different directions that people want to take. 
Yeah. But they're not going to do better than Pete Carroll, I wouldn't think. Well, you never know. You, you just never know. You never know when a coach is going to take off. No matter how much you try to vet them and talk to them, and it, it's just, I don't know how you pick the right coach. So I, what openings do I we have? I almost feel like it's uh, almost luck in some ways. In a lot of ways, but you also have to have players. And there's, But there's a reason why the, the 32 guys, or 30, I guess, who ascend to that position get that position because they're highly skilled and talented at what they do. I guess some of it's luck. Well, you asked what openings are there. So we uh, have we, Washington, Tennessee, Tennessee Seattle, um, the Raiders, I guess. The Raiders have an opening. Uh, that's that, that. The Chargers, that's five, right? I yeah. think there's six. So who would this sixth team be? Bears are bringing back their guy. Uh, I don't know who that sixth one is. Oh, Atlanta. No, he's still there. Uh, Arthur Smith's gone. He is gone? Yeah. There you go. So that's your six. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Here's uh, Ryan Fagan, lead baseball writer for the Sporting News. Hey, Ryan. How are we doing today? Oh, we're doing okay. So I, I'm curious your opinion. I kind of sent you what some of the topics I was going to bring up, but I didn't include this one. Does enough happen in baseball during these months to keep us engaged and interested? I know that we get the occasional trade or free agent signing, even a, a bombshell uh, once in a while. But should they condense the postseason into a period of time that has a deadline and after that deadline, uh, you gotta you gotta stay still. Yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to that. Um, I think when you look at the excitement that uh, NBA free agency, NFL free agency, all these different leagues, the excitement they create. Whereas baseball, it's just, I mean, it's look sitting around and waiting is not fun. It's not exciting. It doesn't keep you in the headlines. You know, I mean. So the whispers that somebody might have, you know, had dinner with somebody else 
at a certain restaurant in Chicago. I mean, that's that shouldn't be what it's built around. Um, you know, so I, I would I wouldn't be opposed to something like that. You know, I think we got a little bit of a glimpse um, into what it could be uh, a couple years ago before the labor short the labor stoppage. Um, when there was the deadline that players couldn't sign until if they didn't sign by a certain time, um, they wouldn't be able to sign for a long time. And that that the couple of days before that were awesome. It was great, and it was just kind of like, hey, this is how it could be. Um, so yeah, I would think that that's something. You know, players aren't going to like that, and teams aren't going to like that because they they enjoy play this playing this waiting game. But you know, it, it certainly doesn't do anything to um, to increase the excitement level the way uh, the way that it could, the way the other leagues do. So I'm going to jump in with uh, my favorite team, the Cleveland Guardians, so then we can move on to other things. But usually, you know, there's nothing that anyone can report about Cleveland that I don't already know or that, uh, you know, isn't already leading somewhere. Uh, but I don't know if they want to trade Shane Bieber. I can't really figure that out. Uh, or if the market is there. I also don't know if they want to trade Emmanuel Classe. Uh, their closer, although I would be highly in favor of that because for a team that's probably not going to win the World Series, what good does a closer do? So where where do you stand on those things? Well, I think with Bieber, part of the issue is he means so much to Cleveland and to the fans and to the team, and, and he's not coming off his best year, right? So the, the, the trade value that he might have does not meet the level of importance that Shane Bieber has meant to that that franchise right so cleveland's asking price you know it seems is a a lot higher than what teams are offering i think that's some of the gap but you know we're not just seeing that with shane bieber you know there's a reason that that corbin burns is still with milwaukee there's a reason that dylan cease is still with you know the the white Sox. is these teams are asking a lot and and the teams that need pitching are kind of you know hemming and hawing and not wanting to commit um to the prospects that that could be i think everyone's secretly concerned that they're going to do something like the Cardinals did a couple of years ago and trade away, you know, Sandy Alcantara and Zach Gallon in, in one deal, right? You don't want to hey, be quiet, Ryan. Does that. <laughs> Sorry about that. But I think, you know, I think that's part of it, you know, uh, with class a, you know, he's the guy that, man, I, I think even with, as you said, you know, Cleveland's not necessarily primed to win the world series, but that division is, is very much there for the taking. And I think that factors into to Bieber, too. I mean, and the, the Twins took a step back. You know, I think the Tigers are going to be good. They've made some some smart moves this offseason. But, I mean, the Cleveland, they look at it and say, okay, well, can we, you know, get from the mid-70s to 85, 87 wins? I mean, yeah, that's it's not uh, unfeasible to think that could happen. I think maybe that's part of it, too. That's why the, the asking prices remain so high, because if they're going to trade those two guys, it's got to be worth it. So I'm going to give you, uh, we're talking uh, baseball, of course, with Ryan Fagan, senior baseball writer for the Sporting News. I'm going to give you five names here, and and just off the cuff, I want you to uh, give me your opinion of their destination. I know that's not what journalists do, but let's have a little fun (laughs) here. Uh, Blake Snell, where where will he end up? I still think San San Francisco. You know, I mean, they've they've got the, the motivation to do some big things, and you look at, uh, a couple of things there, you know, Blake Snell, I think, threw two or three times against the Giants last year, and he didn't allow an earned run, right? So that's a pretty good audition for a team if you're saying, hey, look what I can do, look what I did to you guys last year. You know, and then the factor, you know, that Bob Melvin is there now. Um, you know, Snell had his, you know, two of his three best years, you know, with Bob Melvin as the manager. Um, and so I think that's part of it, too. So 
I think he winds up there. Jordan Montgomery. I still think he winds up back in Texas. Um, I, you know, I, it feels like he had the, the very sour taste from the end of his time in New York. And um, while it would be fun to go back there and, and have the Yankees give him a giant contract a couple of years ago after they said he wasn't going to be in their playoff rotation, there would be some satisfaction there. I think he fit. He fits so well in Texas. You know, they know what know what he can do in the regular season, especially in the postseason. I still think he winds up back there. Closer, Josh Hader. That's a good question. You know where I'd love to see him go. That one's really court. a tough one, I think. Yeah, you know, I, you know, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, don't, don't hate me, but I can see him winding up uh, with the Dodgers. You know, I mean, the Dodgers still so have. Could I? You know, I know they spent a ton of money, but closer is a spot. You know, Evan Phillips is fine. You know, but is he the guy that you? want back there in the biggest of games i mean it's not his fault certainly that they they got knocked out the last couple of years but you know if you're looking to upgrade you know i think that and you're looking for teams that are willing to spend the money you know they, they fit that bill cody bellinger probably back in chicago um although if i'm any team i'm super hesitant about giving him a contract based off of what he did last year because he was good last year there's no doubt about it but man he was he was so he was so bad he was so bad and if you're going to give guaranteed money you know if you can work out the contract in some way shape or form that is somewhat beneficial to the team then that's one thing um but man i I would just be hesitant about giving him a seven or eight year deal and then my fifth one i'll kind of go off the radar just a little bit although this guy hit 36 home runs last year he holds the all-time single-season record for home runs for the Royals, Jorge Soler. Yeah, uh, he he's interesting, you know, because I think he's he's one of those guys that because there are other DHs on the market, right? There's Soler and there's JD Martinez and there's Justin Turner and a couple other guys. We may not see them sign until you know until even spring training because I think teams are going to kind of want to see how things play out and they're not going to rush to give these guys as much money as they might want when there are other options on the market. And considering they're basically just a DH, you know, they can fit into a lot of places and a lot of teams want to see how other positions shake out. Where does Bellinger sign? Where does Matt Chapman sign? Where are these other guys sign? What trades happen? And then they'll go about filling that DH spot, especially considering, like I said, there are still multiple solid options in that role. So to be honest, I I don't know. I don't know where where Solaire winds up. So I'm usually of the opinion that if you make an upgrade, it doesn't necessarily matter who it is or how necessarily big of an upgrade it is. So, you know, the the guys that uh, the Royals have added, Hunter Renfro and Michael Waka and uh, Seth Lugo and others, not really the sexiest names, but they're all pretty much upgrades, right? What, is, what does that ultimately mean for the Royals' fate in 2024, do you think? I thought all three of those were great signings, uh, great signings. I mean, not like, you know, Tohei Otani signings, but for what the Royals needed to get incrementally better to add any sort of semblance of stability to that rotation is huge. And, you know, Lugo and, and Waku were really good. I think everybody kind of looks at San Diego and said, you know, they're, they're struggling. Everybody must be struggling. But Waku was really good. Seth Lugo was really good. And that was really Lugo's first chance 
extended chance to be a starter. Um, and you don't often see that with guys in their early 30s, but I think he did a really good job with that. Um, so, yeah, I think those are both good signings. And, you know, to hit home runs in Kansas City, you got to have a lot of power, not like mid-level power. you got to have a lot of power. And Hunter Renfro has a lot of power, you know. I mean, I think and if nothing else, he could be a guy that, you know, that they move, and all three of them could be guys that they move if things don't go quite as well. But, again, it comes back to that NL Central. You know, I mean, look, the Royals aren't going to go from – whatever they won last year, 56 games to the playoffs. You know, it's not going to happen. Um, but they'll get, they could get back to sniffing 500, right? I, I think that's possible. And I think, but the only way that was going to happen is if they added stability to the rotation. And, you know, quite honestly, I think in, in Waka and Lugo, they probably added, you know, I would probably rather have that duo than what the Cardinals did. Um, with with Lynn and Kyle Gibson, you know, Sonny Gray take him out of the equation. But you know, we're just looking at back end type starters. Uh, you know, I, I like what Waka and Lugo could be for that Royals team. Uh, that's two times you've kind of slapped around the Cardinals, but uh, that's okay. We love we love you, Ryan Fagan, our guest. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan uh, Fagan, our guest from the Sporting News. So I before before you leave, I do want your thoughts on the Cardinals and especially the, the decision uh, to bring in Heim Bloom as an advisor to John Mazalak. I, yeah. I want to know if you think that ha- what impact you think that will have, but first talk about uh, it's the Braves and Dodgers. I know you have a piece coming out on in the sporting news about that. Uh, what, what's uh, can any, can any national league team get into that fray with those two BMS? Not in the regular season. Um, you know, I think when you look at those teams, and I mean, they, they're look quite honestly, those are 110 win rosters, right? If they stay healthy, those teams could win 110 games without a whole lot of trouble. Um, you know, the question is, is what are they going to do in the off season? And I think you, you so you look at, I mean, because we look at the way that the Phillies ousted the Braves, the way the Diamondbacks ousted the the Dodgers, and there were issues in those rosters, even though they both won 100 games last year. So they've gone about trying to solve those issues. Right, and I think they've done a good job. The question is, is are they going to be healthy? So kind of looking for tomorrow's piece, it was just like, okay, well, who's actually better? Is it the Dodgers or is it the Braves on paper? And you look position by position, and kind of the conclusion you come to is that you can't really judge it by the best of the best because if you're trying to tell me that the Betts, Freeman, Otani trio is better than the Acuna, um, Olsen, Riley trio, then sure, but not much. But if you look like the whole weakest, the chain is only as strong as its weakest link, then you start to see where the Braves have the advantage, you know, because they don't have a major defensive liability at third base. Um, they don't have an outfield where, I mean, it's it's questionable, right? You look at the Acuna and Harris and Pelnick versus, uh, Hayward and Outman and, and Hernandez, and that's a pretty big advantage uh, for for Atlanta. So I think it, just kind of in doing that exercise, almost for myself, just to get ready for the season. You know, these these Braves are they may not make the biggest flashes like the Dodgers have, but man, they're they're still really good. Especially if Chris Sale is uh, what we think he could be again. So before we let you go, what about the Cardinals and their decision to bring in Heim Bloom as an advisor? I thought it was great. You know, I think he took way, way, way too much blame for the way things went south in Boston. You know, he was kind of operating within the parameters they gave him. Um, and that's why you saw Mookie Betts leave. Um, that's why you saw Xander Bogarts leave. 
Um, I think when you look at kind of the improvement that he's had in the he's made in the Boston system, I mean, it was the worst system in baseball, one of the two or three when he when he took over. And now they're mid-pack, right? You know, you know Bernie McClaus wrote a really good column kind of looking at his impact on some of the pitching prospects and what happened when he was with Tampa Bay, what happened was he was with Boston. And I think that's that's kind of an area that the Cardinals have, have not been as good at over the past several years. And I think that he's, you know, he's a really smart baseball guy. And I think that he's going to be a big asset. Plus he has enough of, I don't want to say enough of an ego, but he has enough of a, enough stature and reputation who can come in and his words carry weight, right? His opinions carry weight in that room where sometimes I think maybe other opinions get overshadowed a little bit. So I thought, I thought he was real good. You know, and I know I, 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 I kid about the Cardinals a little bit. I, they're going to be better, right? They're going to be right in that mix for the NL Central um, this year. I think it's, you know, maybe they didn't do the, the as big of a thing as things as, as some Cardinals fans kind of hope, but I still think they, they are a dramatically better team right now than they were at this point last year. One more starting pitcher. I keep hoping, but we'll see. Uh, Ryan, always a pleasure. Okay. We really like uh, talking baseball with you. Stay warm over the next week or so, and we'll get you on again yeah. as we get closer to spring training. All right. Sounds good. Enjoy it, guys. Thanks. All right. Ryan Fagan, lead baseball writer, Sporting News, our MLB insider. We'll be back. We've got uh, a little more time to go on a Wednesday. Tomorrow on the show, Jeff Calkins, Memphis, uh, longtime Memphis sports journalist, of course, the Shockers hosting Memphis this Sunday at Coke Arena, a noon tip. Uh, we'll talk to Jeff Calkins about the Tigers. We'll also make picks. Uh, we look forward to it. Let me ask you this. Is this coincidence? Because we just asked uh, Ryan Fagan, I just asked, about Heim Bloom, right? Sure. So on my Twitter feed, something from MLB Network comes up about Steve Phillips from from the MLB Network breaking down the hiring of Heimblum. It's at the top of my feed. Is that a coincidence, or did they hear? what? Tell, tell, help me out. Well, is that your following or your for you? That's for you. Why are you on that? No one do, uses that. I can't stand it, but it's, it's uh, most entertaining. I don't know. They probably heard you. So, so that's more, through my computer. That's more your phone, though. I don't know if your computer heard you. Probably just coincidence. I'm glad to know that because that's kind of creepy. Don't you agree? A little bit. I but, mean, I, but I don't know that your computer knows C H A I M is Heim. Well, well, I don't know. I don't know what the computer knows. You know what I'm saying? What if the computer knows everything? Well, type it in. I'm not gonna. T- I'm not gonna touch the computer for a while. You know, I don't know what to think about it right now. Okay. I don't know if it's my f- ally or my foe. There are no allies anymore. We're Everybody's watching you at all times. Uh, my wife's bringing home Pizza John's Pizza tonight. Oh, yeah? That's a treat we do about every six months. And, you know, I'm more looking. Th- this will sound weird. I'm more looking forward to the salad. That's very weird. Then I am the pizza. So you need me to stick around? Nah, it's not Help for out you. with the pizza? You know what? We'll order. If you want to come over and watch the Chiefs Saturday night, we'd order some pizza. Maybe. 
Well, think about it. Let us know. We got other options. We got a lot of people. Like who? You don't need invite to invite all of them. Who cares? No, nah, I'm not inviting all of them. I'll invite some of them. Our friend, uh, our friend John Murphy, who I just love being around, and his wife Rhonda. We may invite them. All right, do what you got to do, man. But if you'd like to come, I- I'll tell you the the pizza that's rising very quickly up the charts for me is is Ziggy's. Uh, we recently had it, and it's just fantastic. Ziggy's is good. Where's Nola's now? We got Nola's. We got Nola's coming and going. We got to figure all that Nola's out. Nola's is great. That crust is I like just... Nola's very well as well. In fact, is there a pizza we don't like? Have you ever had the Casey's General Store pizza? Yeah, it's all right. No, don't. don't, don't. They put about two and a half pieces of pepperoni on the whole pizza, but. Well, when you order it, say I'd like a lot of pepperoni. Well, I've never ordered. And I'm, gonna, it. I'm just going to be honest here. On the on the rare occasion, when I go to Quick Trip and get a a slice of their pizza, the beef, the meat pizza, you know what I'm talking about? No, but I can imagine. It's very good. Here's what I don't understand: they stop making it after 2 p.m. and they go solely with pepperoni. Why is that? Maybe they uh, maybe beef costs more. Maybe that's probably. Well, they charge more for it. Well, there you go. Their profit margins just the same, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Find beef. out next time That's you stop. Why I just told you why. Next time you stop they, in Quick Trip, ask them. Limited ingredients with the beef, too too pricey. Uh, Casey's breakfast pizza, fantastic. Well, I got a Casey's General Store just right over here as a, as the crow flies. Twenty uh, ninth and Mays or twenty ninth and Tyler. That's not uh, right. Oh, that's closer to me, maybe. Not, not really, but not really. Uh, but just well, I right drive over past the, it every day. You just if you just hop on a you know, a monorail right over the big ditch, you're there in five minutes from my house. I guess so. The problem is we don't have the monorail. Not so, in Wichita. So to get to 29th and Mays, I gotta kind of go in a convoluted way because of the big ditch, He's, which is listen. I have no problem with the big ditch. You just go down 21st and to Tyler and then yeah, go Yeah, it's this. a convoluted way. Not really. I could just hop on, uh, you know. It's two turns, basically. But, but but look at it. 21st, you got the uh, 21st doesn't become 21st again until you've wound around Zoo Boulevard. You got to go down the, uh, you know, you, you know what I'm talking it about. It just is what it is. Whereas if we didn't have the big ditch, 21st would just zoom on out there. Got to have the big ditch, though. We do, to protect us from flooding. Again, I'm not criticizing the big ditch. You sounds like you are. But I'm saying that if it wasn't for the big ditch... Or criticizing the I'd city of Wichita. I'd probably go to Casey's more. I don't ever go to Casey's. But some people bring in Casey's breakfast pizza at times to Channel 12. Well, that's nice of them. Oh, it's so Do you good. ever do that for your... Li- uh, I did donuts a time or two. I've obviously bought pizza... For the whole newsroom at night a couple times. I'm doing pizza for our education people next Wednesday. Pizza is the one food that I will never be able to turn down. I could have the greatest discipline, and I'm trying to eat better. But, man, people bring pizza. Makes well, me angry. have one slice instead of four. Well, two and a half, kind of. Well, have one. One Enjoy slice it. of pizza? Two max. Seven should be the minimum. There's the music signifying the end of a show. I could go another three hours, but we're going to give it a break. You guys need a break. We'll be back here tomorrow. It'll be me and Duda. Hope you're listening. Have a good night.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.